We interrupt this transmission to bring you the following live broadcast. It's Wednesday. It's six o'clock somewhere. With Corina ready in her chair, and Already? almost ten whole people watching from home. Are you ready? I said. Are you ready? It's time for the Think So Joe Show! Hello, welcome to the Think So Joe Show. That intro is what Brian was doing his little dance to in the... (laughs) In the, uh, you know, in memoriam thing we did at the start of the show. Um, this is not going to be your typical episode of the Think So Joe show. We'll still try and have a little fun in, uh, in remembering Brian. And uh, But uh, I know uh, maybe some of you probably are here for the very first time uh, because you saw that we're uh, going to pay tribute to your, to your friend, our friend, uh, Brian Muller, who passed away suddenly on Monday and um geez now you got me doing it <laughs> um, <laughs> um and um I want to let you know that um there's gonna be like little pop-up ads come up on the screen we do them every week they come up they say you know go to this link for uh think so Joe show merch and go to this link for you know if you want to donate to the show and I want to tell you that um all donations we get, at tips.thinksojo.com, and I'll send these through in the chat as well. Um, tips.thinksojo.com. Any donations we get, those are going to go straight to uh, Brian's final wish of being uh, having his ashes pressed into a vinyl record because Brian. <laughs> um, and uh, also, um, if you go to merch.thinksojo.com and you buy like literally anything in our shop, I don't make a lot off of those, maybe like three bucks an item. Um, but whatever we make on the shop between now and the end of next week's show, uh, whatever profits we get from that, I'm going to match and put towards Brian's, uh, Brian's it's We're, we're going to have a GoFundMe. Yeah. So you don't have, you don't, you know, don't feel obligated to tip us or donate to, you know, buy anything from us today or over the next week, because there is going to be a GoFundMe if you'd rather contribute directly to that. Right. Um, but if you, if you want to, you know, like I said, if you want to buy merch, we will, uh, I'll match whatever profits I get and put that towards it. I will also take any donations, tips over the next, uh, over the next week until the end of next week's show. Uh, and we're going to put that towards it. Also, um, you know, we're, we're looking forward to, uh, being able to set up this GoFundMe and, and get, uh, you know, make this happen for Brian to get his ashes pressed into a vinyl record. I was talking to his uh, childhood best friend on Monday. Yeah. And uh, we were were talking about, uh, we're talking about uh, Brian's love of the wrestler, Bret Hart. (laughs) And, um, which I have an autographed picture of Bret Hart around here somewhere. I gotta (laughs) find that. And uh, maybe, uh, I don't know what the hell to do with it. (laughs) (laughs) I don't know. I was just, just, I'll have it buried, but he's not getting buried. So, um, but um, we're talking about Brian's love of the wrestler Bret Hart and how we're, 
you know, me, me and his best friend Chris were Shawn Michaels fans, and we're kind of, uh, we're kind of like, you know, we, we always gave him shit because we're like, Shawn Michaels is so much better than Bret Hart. Uh, so we're talking about that, and we both, you know, I, I said to him, I said, you know, it's cool that he wants to be pressed into a vinyl record. Got to frame it, I guess. Yeah, that's what I got to do with that Bret Hart picture, I guess. <laughs> Put it up on the wall. Um, and I, I said, uh, I said, man, you know, I, I told my partner earlier, I said, I don't want to be pressed into a vinyl record. I just want to be made into a tree. And he goes, dude, are we the same person? Because that's, <laughs> that's me. <laughs> so we're the, we're the type of people Brian hangs out with, I guess. Um, but, uh, or hung out with, I guess. It's, you know. Um, but yeah, we're, we're going to, I'm going to share those, uh, share the uh, merch and donation links for the show in the chat. I don't have the GoFundMe information uh, yet. When I do, as soon as I do, uh, we'll put it out on on all the social media, the yeah. Think So Joe Show Twitter, thinks, uh, my personal Twitter, my Facebook, the Think So Joe Show Facebook, uh, Living Brain Dead Facebook, all that. So right. we'll make sure you guys know. We'll make it because we definitely want to hit that goal and make that happen for them. Um, I, uh, I actually have some footage that I want to share throughout the course of the show. Yeah. And um, like... I met uh, when I met Brian. I was doing a show uh, that used to be in the same time slot on the on all WNY, and uh, I, I don't really like to go back to that show a lot. I mention it from time to time if there's something relevant, but I don't like to go back and like watch episodes or anything like that. But I, um, I got the call on Monday. I was sitting here, I was just laying in bed. I didn't even get out of bed yet. And I'm sitting there with my with my phone in my hand, and I found out that, uh, you know, we had a meeting on Thursday before Brian went in for surgery without without Brian. But you know, he we recorded for him to watch later and yeah. give his his input and all that. Um, so I'm messaging the guys because I had just found out the answer to a question, which was yes, we did register to uh, play music as art this year, and 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 we're honestly really hoping uh, to be able to. Right. Um, and we'll get to that in a little bit, but I, um, I'm sitting in bed, hadn't gotten out of bed. It's like three o'clock in the afternoon. I'm just sitting there. I'm watching, uh, you know, things you might not know videos, which is my YouTube channel, but we're not here to promote that. Um, so I, but Brian did do the music for that channel and we're going to okay. probably try and pay tribute to him on uh, Monday's episode. Um, so I'm sitting there watching all these, you know, things you might not know episodes. I'm literally phone in hand about to message the band. Hey, guys, we're, you know, they did get our application. We did apply for Music is Art. But before I could even start typing, my phone rings, and it's Karina, and Karina never calls me. Never. Texts. all the Like, like Facebook messages Facebook is messages. how we communicate, even when we're in the same house. <laughs> yeah. um, but she calls me, and I'm, that's weird. Okay, what's going on? I answer the phone. And... I get the information that Brian is in an ambulance on his way to the hospital. And my first reaction was, am I allowed to go? Right. Because like for the past year, it's been like, you know, you really can't go visit people in the hospital or anything. So I was like, can I, can I go? Is that something I can do? And you just said go. And so I set my phone down and I got dressed right away. And, I get to the door and I saw I had a missed call from you and then I was like trying to, you know, about to call you back. And it's like, you can't, 
you can't make a phone call right now because another phone call is coming in. It was you and I answered the phone and you just said he's gone. I said, what do I do? Do I still go anyway? And I went and I sat with uh, his partner, Lily, sat at his bedside and, you know, we just kind of, you know, she kind of explained to me like how the morning went, that they did everything they possibly could to save him. And, um, just couldn't, couldn't do it. And, um, so I, uh, I sat with her until she was ready to go and we, you know, she, she drove me home and on the way home, we're both kind of like, yeah, this, this, I feel like I should feel a lot worse right now. Both of us, because like, I I don't think it's set set in for either of us. And I got in the house and I sat down. I, I walked in the door, I set my keys down, I sat right down on the couch. And we just got this couch two weeks ago from Brian. And sat down on the couch, and that's when it all just, boom, hit me. And Brian's gone. And that just, I just sat there. And I, like, grieved for a little while. And then I, I was waiting for Lily uh, to post something on Facebook before I did. I didn't want to be the original source of the news. You know what I mean? And I, I think for a lot of people, I was. Um, because as soon as she posted, I was like, man, you know, I met Brian on October 10th, 2012. And, you know, and um, we just hit it off, man. You know, like, like next thing, you know, I was looking for, I had a, I had a half stack Ibanez tone blaster. And I'm like, man, you know, I, I'm trying to, you know, get back out and play music again, but I really don't want to lug this thing around. And he says, well, I got a, you know, I got a 212 combo for you and I'll trade you like straight up. He says, yeah, yeah, no problem. No problem. Uh, so he comes over, he brings this amp, looks at my amp, plugs in and makes sure it works. It makes sure it works, which, you know, later, later on, if I was like, yeah, I'll sell you some gear, he'd trust me, but, <laughs> um, but he wanted to make sure we're, you know, uh, we had just met like two days before. So, um, you know, he plugs in that amp. I plug in the amp, he, the amp he's given me. And he tells me, he says, you know, I, this was my first amp. And he says, I sold it. And then I found it at a thrift store. And I knew it was mine because my initials are carved in it. And I, and I bought it. So if you ever decide to get rid of this amp, please let me know first. Yeah. And there's the uh, merch. Again, if you guys buy merch... I'm matching whatever profits we make. I'm matching and putting towards uh, whenever we get the GoFundMe up and running. Um, so, so I still to this day have that amp in my basement. I've never used it for a show um, because I wasn't in a band for another six years. And when I was, I was in a band with Brian and I already had like a modeler and all that shit. So like I used it at practice a couple of times because it was like, no, let's, you know, you, you need an amp and you need an actual amp. We can't keep going through this, you know, custom with a K uh, uh, PA system with your guitar. Like, okay, cool. So I had that at practice a few times before I got like a FRFR speaker, which actually is now owned by Brian. But because <laughs> um, Brian was like, oh, you know, if you sell me your HX stomp and your, your, uh, you know, Headrush speaker, you can probably buy a Helix LT in a, you know, power cab. I'm like, okay, let's do it. (laughs) 
I, I need to upgrade. <laughs> Sounds good. Let's do it. So, um, but that was my uh, first experience with Brian was having him on that show. Uh, we're going to play in a little bit of a video from that show of uh, him playing uh, with the band Scarlet. Yeah. <laughs> with him playing in the band uh, Scarlet Embrace. Yeah. Um, which one of the first few people to reach out to me was Jenny from Scarlet Embrace. And she was just like, dude, are you okay? And I'm like, I guess <laughs> it's funny because last Thursday I was, um, I decided you weren't home and I was like, I had nothing else to do. So I'm just like, you know, I'm, I'm going to jump on Twitch. I'm going to play some video games. Yeah. And literally the second I was about to hit the button to go on Twitch, I get this, uh, I get this Facebook message from a friend of mine in Tennessee uh, who never messages me, just, hey, did you hear Tracy died? And, like, used to have, like, like Tracy's the girl from Nashville that, you know, she liked me. We went and hung out in Columbus at a Blue Jackets game, and she came and hung out here one night, and she, uh, I said, no, I, you, what? You're kidding. Like, how? She's only, like, 42, you know, like, and, um, Sure enough, found her, sure enough, she passed away. And I was at, uh, we were at the Over and Out show, Over and Out on the Cinder Star Juice mm. uh, at Mohawk Place on Friday. And I'm standing outside and I'm talking to, um, you know, a few people. Uh, Ryan McEnany's one of them from Shambles. I'm talking to him and I'm saying, dude, you know, you know, it just kind of came up in conversation. And I wasn't like super broken up about it. We weren't that close anymore for me to be like that upset, you know, like I, I'm sad that she died. Right. Yes. But I'm, you know, it wasn't like, you know, we, we weren't talking every day or anything. It was just, you know, I, I still feel bad. The last thing I said to her was, wait, you, uh, you know, I, you, you just got your second COVID shot and you're already not wearing a mask at work. <laughs> like, you know, you got to wait two weeks and her posting a passive aggressive, uh, you know, Facebook status, <laughs> About it, you know, and I, I'm just, you know, like, like, okay, hey, I'm just saying, you know, and that was the last time I interacted with her. So it's like, I mentioned, you know, I, I haven't, I've been fortunate enough to not really lose anybody super close to me. And then we went on to have a conversation about how Brian was getting feeling back in his fingers. Yeah. And that we were very, very optimistic he was going to be able to play guitar again. Mm. And then next thing I know, it's Monday and I'm like texting Ryan and I'm just like, well, he texted me cause he saw my post and I said, man, you remember like just Friday I was telling you, <laughs> you know, I, I haven't lost anybody close to me. Well, this, this one, this one really hurts. Right. And I'm just thinking about all the stuff in this house alone that has some sort of Brian influence, especially all that over there, the record collection. You know? <laughs> and, um, and, uh, like the couch in our living room is yeah. brand new. Well, not brand new. We got it from him. It's, it's new to new us. To us yeah. Um, cause he was getting new furniture. He's like, you guys want a couch? Yeah, sure. And then I was mentioning how warm it was in my living room. He's like, oh, you guys need new AC and I'll come over and I'll, I'll seal up the house so that no, none of the cold air is getting out. Next thing I know, I walk out to the living room. There's two brand new air conditioners, brand new, never opened. Yeah. And, um. And so Sunday night, I'm talking to Brian. 
And he's like, oh, did you put the ACs in yet? I'm like, no, no, we haven't gotten a chance to yet. I don't want to do it myself because the last time I tried to do an air conditioner myself, it ended up on the uh, concrete in my neighbor's driveway. Oh. And he says, oh, yeah, no, yeah, that's that's understandable. I said, yeah, we'll probably put them in, like, Monday when Karina comes home. Mm-hmm. And, like, he, you know, made some kind of joke about me not putting it in. And uh, I was like, oh, yeah, you know, I... He's like, it's going to be another hot day tomorrow. I'm like, yeah, I'm glad I got that uh, cup holder in my studio, <laughs> in my booth. And that was like the last thing I ever said to him. Yeah. And, uh, you know, but we were joking. Um, we used to do a, a, a segment when Brian was the co-host here, and it was called Joe Knows Jack. Right. Do you remember this? You used I do to listen. remember. Okay. Um, do you want to explain what Joe Knows Jack was? No. Okay. So Joe Knows Jack was... Um, I'm not a big movie guy. I don't like, I don't watch a lot of movies. Brian loves movies. And so Brian would be like, oh, have you ever seen this movie? And he'd start talking about a movie on the show. And I'd be like, dude, I have no idea what you're talking about. And he'd be like, really? Okay, well, you're, you know, your Joe Knows Jack homework assignment this week is you're going to watch this movie and we'll come back next week. We'll discuss it. Yeah. So Thursday, Sunday night, I'm sitting there and talking to Brian and he's mentioning, Oh yeah, I'm just, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm feeling okay. I'm sitting around watching, uh, you know, some of my favorite movies I'm watching. They live right now. I'm like, yeah, I'd never seen it. He's a dude. It's so good. You got to see it. And I'm like, you know what? I got nothing else to do. Cause it's 4th of July fireworks are just going right. off. I can't fucking work. I'm done with everything else. I'm just like, you know what? Fuck it. I'm gonna watch the movie. So I'm sitting here, I got the AC going, I got the, you know, I put it on on the computer so I could just grab my headphones, put them on, and block out the fucking uh, fireworks. And, um, you know, uh, and I told him, like, yeah, I'm, I'm going to watch it right now. Like he's And he's telling me, oh, this fight scene in the alley, all the lines were improvised, and you're going to love it. And I'm just like, I'm sure I will. And uh, I never got to never got to follow up with him. So, yeah. Um, they Live is a fantastic fucking movie. <laughs> I really enjoyed it. I, I really thought it was a, you know, I, I already kind of knew the plot of it. I never, I didn't really know how he got the glasses or anything like that. So, uh, so it was nice to watch. It was, you know, uh, I was chatting with somebody else during the, while I was watching it too. And they were like, they were like, oh yeah, you know, it's uh you know, it's a shame. Roddy Piper didn't act in more movies, you know? <laughs> so uh, yeah, They Live was a really, I, I enjoyed it. Good. So thank you, Brian. Appreciate it. <laughs> I just wish I could uh, tell you that story, you know, in person. But I, I wished him a happy birthday Monday morning. I publicly, yeah. as I always do. And I said, you know, hey, don't forget to wish Brian a happy birthday today. And um, you know, a couple of people, oh, I would, but he unfriended me, and I'm just like, oh shit, that's right, he unfriended like three thousand people. Yeah. And I'm like, I hope he's not going to be mad about me about me doing this public birthday thing when he got rid of that many people mm. and uh i guess i'll never know <laughs> <laughs> um yeah but uh so many people reached out to me and were just like dude are you okay you know hey and they're they're sharing stories with me and they're telling me how uh brian touched their lives and uh, you know i I'm, I'm working the other night and i just happened to glance up and i realized wait i'm using reaper and i wasn't using reaper until brian was like dude you gotta try reaper <laughs> It's such a good program, dude. It's way better than Audacity. And I'm like, okay, sure. So <laughs> I've been using it ever since. And uh, I, I realized when I looked, I'm like, oh, shit. And I had a voiceover client last week 
I actually, I think it might have been like Wednesday. It might have been the day of the show. It might have been because I think I remember complaining about this on on uh, on the show. I have this guy in my inbox, placed an order, didn't pay for rush delivery, and he's like, "Well, I need this right away because my usual guy is he's been gone for like two days, and I'm like two days late." And I'm just like, "Okay, you want to pay for the rush delivery? I'll get it for you tonight. I'll guarantee you tonight I will get it for you." And I'm giving the dude a hard time, and I start talking to Brian later. And it dawns on me, like, wait a second. This guy's regular voice guy might be Brian. And so I look I look at his profile, and sure enough, all his reviews are from Brian. <laughs> I said, dude, this guy's this guy's your client. I feel bad now. Like, I'm, I'm going to apologize to him. I'm going to do his job for him tonight. And I did, and I told the guy, I said, hey, man, if I would have known you were Brian's, you know, uh, you were one of Brian's guys, I would have not given you such a hard time, and I'm sorry about that. Uh, you know, because Brian's one of my best friends, blah, blah, blah. And you go, oh, yeah, you know, I got to know him a little bit over the over the course of the time, you know, that we were working together. And I'm looking forward to him getting better and, you know, so I can so I can talk to him again. Yeah. And I actually told Brian that story Sunday night. And Brian just goes, aw. <laughs> 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 I, so I'm sitting here, like, for the last, like, two nights, like, Tuesday night. Actually, Tuesday morning and this morning, I'm sitting here like, I should tell this guy. Like, I, I, I don't know, like, I don't know where to begin, but I should tell this guy. But I also don't want it to sound like I'm, like, trying to sell him on hiring me as his voiceover guy. Right. You know what I mean? So I, I'm, I'm sitting there with you earlier before the show, just like. Yeah. Okay, this is what I got so far. <laughs> what do I say now? You know, and uh, so I, I'm. You know, I, I hated to have to break that news, but I mean, knowing that that guy liked Brian as a person. Yeah. And I've got voiceover clients like that, that I, you know, we're, we're buddies, you know, uh, it was like, I, I kind of have to tell him and everybody I told this story to was like, yeah, you need to tell him I would, you know, like, okay, what do I say? And I'm trying to just be like. So I, I sent him a nice message. I said, listen, I, you know, I got some, I'm afraid I have some sad news. And I told him Brian passed away. Uh, I told him that I, you know, told him what he said to me about him and, uh, you know, that he seemed to appreciate that. And I said, listen, I don't, I don't want this to come across as like a sales pitch, but like, if you, you know, in the meantime, while you're looking for a new voice guy, you know, I'm happy to help you out. And, uh, you know, Brian and I were in a band with a guy. His name on here is Special K Media if you want to try him if for a different voice. But, uh, you know, just until you get somebody more permanent. Right. So, which is actually your idea. And, you know, until you find somebody more permanent. Yeah. So, hello. Hello. Welcome. Anyway. Yeah. So, yeah, that's, uh, you know, but that's that's been my last uh, two days. Yeah. <laughs> uh, just kind of dealing with you know all the what happened questions and right. and we didn't have any clue I, for uh yeah I, I didn't know um really what happened until uh like Lily posted a comment right. yesterday about what actually happened and it was a blood clot that caused what was the catas cataclysmic big words she cataclysmic used a lot of big words cataclysmic heart failure okay and um that's that's what uh, that's what he died of. Yeah. And, um, so, uh, for anybody that was wondering, that's the answer. Yeah. 
Uh, that guy was VD Animation or something like that. VD, really? Uh, he's not from here. Oh, okay. It probably it's probably like his initials or something. Okay. I don't know. Uh, I would hope. See if he you know he hasn't gotten back to me. But anyway, so yeah, uh, but yeah, so that was um, <laughs> that's been my two days, right? And just like looking for pictures and videos and everything of Brian, just um. I think I've made like three different, uh, you know, in memoriam graphics. Like there's yeah. the one that's the thumbnail here and there's one that's a thumbnail for, uh, we released, uh, from the living brain dead, a video of us playing a silence, the cynic song called, Hey, you, yeah. uh, which is Brian's one of Brian's projects, um, which we're going to actually close with that project today. Um, and there was, I think one more somewhere along the way in there, but it, it, it's just, like, man, you know, like this, this is, this is tough, yeah. <laughs> you know, like I don't, I don't, I don't lose close people often. And then when I do, it's one of the closest, you know, right. like, I mean, besides the record collection, we've got the couch, we've got the air conditioners, we've got all sorts of stuff from Brian. The reason my guitars are hanging up <laughs> in the next room over is because Brian was like, oh, you should hang them on the wall. It's better for them. Brian's the reason I own a PRS guitar. <laughs> He was using it on uh, on um, uh, when we recorded Falls Count Anywhere. Yeah, and he goes, uh, he he was using a PRS, and he's telling me how how much he loves PRS guitars. And I'm like, okay, so when it came time to to uh, you know add to my collection, I'm like, I'm gonna buy a PRS. I don't like that guitar. <laughs> uh, it doesn't stay in tune. I got to get it blocked. Is what I got to do. And, yeah. Um, so I've been meaning to go to Guitar Center and do it and go to Brian's guy who does all his work. Yeah. And just haven't had time. So right. <laughs> um, actually waiting to hear back from my uh, tattoo artist. I was uh, just kind of t- like, Brian brought so many people together. He did. And, uh, you know, I'm friends with his uh, his artist, Kirsten. Yeah. Who did all his work on, uh, and I'm sorry if I'm saying that wrong. I don't, I, I don't. I, I think it it might be Kirsten. It I might could, be. I could be wrong. It might be. I'm not sure. If I'm saying it wrong, I'm sorry. I apologize. I've never actually, like, I'm sure Brian mentioned it, and I just kind of, you know, was <laughs> like, you know, you know how that is in conversation. Like, you hear things, and you know what he's and talking you're about. you're horrible but you're, with names. I'm horrible with names, Joe too. Joe is horrible with names. So, anyway, so, but I'm I'm talking with her earlier. She sends me... Uh, because I, the, the background of the thumbnail for today's show is, uh, part of the cover of, of Brian's latest album. Yeah. And she did that design and I said, Hey, is it cool with you if I use this? Oh, she said, I pronounced it right. Hooray. <laughs> All right. Cool. Um, so he, I said, is it cool with you if I use this? And she's like, yeah, of course. And then she sent me, um, I have a guitar pick on, on, you can't see it. You guys can't see it. I can um, see it though. I have a guitar pick. It's Black Rock Raven, which is one of Brian's things. Yeah. And I, you know, I wanted to either like put that on a on a like incorporate that into some kind of design, and I was going to ask her about it. Yeah. And I never got around to it, but th- just this morning I get up and it's in my inbox. She's like, "Use it for whatever you want." Wow. And so I said, you know, I I want to. What I want to do is I want to take this. I don't want to take the. Uh, like geometric, like triangle shape that yeah. thing that she did with uh, for Silence the Cynic, 
and I want to like kind of combine those together and uh, get a tattoo. So I uh, reached out to my artist today. I'm waiting to hear back from him on when he's available to do it. Yeah. But that's that's what we're gonna do. I'm probably gonna get it like right here. Yeah. Uh, I thought about getting on my leg, but then it's like you know, whenever we play shows, I'm never gonna have sleeves on. Right. But I will mo- most of the time have like pants on. So, <laughs> um, you know, I, I'd rather get the uh, get it on my arm where it's visible. You yeah. know. So I uh, hopefully sometime soon I can do that. Yeah. Hopefully. Yeah. But uh, still got a couple of minutes before the song breaks, so I don't want to jump into anything uh, too over the top here. But uh, <laughs> like any of the videos or anything, maybe we'll play one when we get back. Um, but uh, you know, Brian. Uh, you know, when Brian and when Brian came to jam with the Living Brain Dead, uh, the idea was, hey, you know, can you just help me out until we find a bass player? Yeah. And so, you know, we're at uh, Ghetto Steve's house. We're setting up and I'm, you know, I'm picking at him because, you know, he's he's a billboard. He's been on billboard, you know, charted on billboard. And I'm, I'm just picking at him about that. And, um, you know, I don't know why. I just, it just felt like the thing to do at the time. He was easy to give shit to because he gave plenty to. Oh, yeah, for sure. And uh, and so. um you know, and and I just kept picking at him, picking at him, whatever. And then he ends up, you know, on the way home, he's like, dude, that was fun. Like, you want to keep doing it? And he's like, I think I might. And then he was, he was with us up until, yeah, up until the day he died, he was in the living brain dead. And uh, we're, you know, never going to forget that. No. You know, like definitely want to, find a way to pay tribute to him at every show. And we uh, kind of decided we're going to just keep on playing the song. Hey, you uh, from silence, the cynic. So that's, uh, that's kind of our way of paying tribute to him. Um, but the, uh, the band that Brian was in when he charted on billboard uh, was a band called lost Elysium. Right. And uh, we haven't, mentioned them on the show in, in a number of years and we haven't played any of their music on the show in a number of years, right. but, um, this was, uh, this was one of my favorite guitar riffs that I always tried to like emulate whenever I picked up a guitar, uh, was uh, Brian's riff in this lost Elysium sco- a song called remain the same. And here it is on all WNY. I think so. Joe show. <laughs>
All right, that was Lost Elysium, one of uh, Brian's bands. Right. Uh, one of the bands Brian was in for a long time. And, right. You know, yeah. <laughs> Brian and I had kind of a, a, a tendency to um, see his band, his old bands at Music, Music is Art after he <laughs> left. Uh, we went and saw Lost Elysium at Music is Art. And then the next year after he had left Breaking Solace, we went and saw Breaking <laughs> Solace at Music is Art. <laughs> uh, we, tended, we, we tended to do that. Yeah, I, there's a picture, a great picture Nick Landers posted of, uh, I think he posted, I don't know, was, at least he sent it to my inbox, I don't know, but it was <laughs> it was me, Brian, and Nick all standing there, we were watching Tokyo Monsters at Music is Art, and I told Nick, I said, man, you know, like, my whole entire plan that day was I was gonna go see you guys, come home, go to sleep. And go back for Tokyo Monsters and like everybody else that was coming up later in the day. But I bumped into Brian <laughs> at, at, at Inherent Vice. And I said, uh, you know, and, and I'm like, oh, dude, I'm, you know, I'm going to go home and sleep. I haven't slept. And Brian goes, oh, I, I, you're not going to stay and hang out with me? <laughs> I'm like, how could you resist? Okay, sure. I'll stay. Yeah, I'll stay. I'll stay. So <coughs> I, I ended up leaving after Tokyo Monsters and going home and sleeping because I don't I, I don't know why I didn't get any sleep the night before. I don't remember. Maybe I worked or something. Probably. I don't know. Um, but like, yeah, Brian's like, uh, you know, <laughs> you know, oh, hang out with me. Like, okay, I'll hang out with you. And then there was a guy selling vinyl. So, of course, we went and hung out by the guy <laughs> selling vinyl. And I came home with like a a Jimi Hendrix record, and I think something else. I don't know what it was. But uh, maybe a Weird Al. I think maybe I got a Weird Al at that. <laughs> Probably. I don't, I don't know. Um, but, uh, but, yeah, you know, so we, but, you know, we just hung out, wandered around, and, uh, you know, we wandered over from Inherent Vice. We saw Coffin Hook, and then we're wandering around, and we bumped into uh, Ed and Chris from Coffin Hook. And I'm like, oh, man, you know, I got to get a shirt from you guys. And Ed's like, I got an XL right here, five, nice. ten bucks. Nice. I got ten bucks right here. <laughs> let's go. Let's, let's let's do that. So yeah. you know, um, I want to share with you guys a video. Yeah. Uh, this is uh, the very first time I met Brian was on October tenth, two thousand twelve, uh, on a on a show that I used to co-host. Um, in a dank basement that was littered with beer cans and everything. <laughs> um, for some reason on this day, I brought a cheesecake and I don't know why I haven't gone back. To, <laughs> I haven't gone back to watch the episode and I watched this video. Like as soon as I got home and I'm sitting on the couch and I'm like just bawling my eyes out. Cause I'm just like, how the fuck is Brian gone? And the first media I consumed all day literally like i i hadn't watched youtube or tv or anything i didn't even listen to music on my way to the hospital like i had my headphones yeah. they stayed in my pocket because my whole way to the hospital i'm trying to tell the i'm trying to come up with the right words to tell you know kevin and john that dude our, our bass player our our brother is gone you know and um and like in the car you know lily gave me a ride home so we're in the car with no music on just talking and and so, like, the very first media I consumed, I went on YouTube and I looked up uh, trying to find when his band, that when he got to Buffalo, Scarlet Brace, when they were, I was trying to find if I had video of them, which I knew I did. It was just a matter of finding it. Right. And so I found it, 
And it was the first media I watched, and I sat there and I'm watching. And I watched it a couple of times. And then you came home on Monday, and I'm like, here, let me show you this video. And I noticed there's a, that's when I noticed the cheesecake. <laughs> and I don't know why I brought a cheesecake. I have no idea to this day why, like, like maybe I'll go back, the full episode's up. Maybe I'll go back, watch the full episode, and see if I explain at all why I brought a cheesecake to the show. Uh, I just remember the host of the show had this guitar-shaped spatula, which was shit. It was the worst fucking spatula I have ever used. Uh, and, um, and like, I think I was the only one that had any cheesecake. I'm, you know, like, uh, like the host is like, oh, I'm lactose intolerant. Like, I didn't fucking know that. And then, like, you know, the whole band was on diets or something, you know. Right. Um, but I, I, was, uh, I was speaking to uh, Jenny, the singer from uh, Scarlet Embrace, and I asked her, hey, you know, I, I, I sent her this video. Yeah. And, uh, you know, she's like, you know, I, I warned her that somebody she doesn't care for is in it. And, uh, you know, she's like, I don't care if Brian's in it, you know. And I said, is it cool if I play that video I sent you on the show? And she gave me full permission to do so. Uh, so this is uh, Scarlet Embrace. And this is from the Noah's Ark show in October of 2012. This is the day I met Brian Muller. And this song is called No One Wins on all WNY. I think so, Joe's show. Enjoy. Embrace. <laughs> Thank you. 
it just stopped. There it goes. That was uh, Scarlet Embrace. The song was called No One Wins from uh, the Noah's Ark show in October of 2012. So long ago. It was the day I met Brian Muller. Wow. And, uh, you know, I said it on Monday. I said, you know, the, the funniest, you know, the, the funny thing about life is you never know who's who you're going to be, uh, who you're going to meet, who you're going to be close to. And um, I was fortunate enough to be very close to Brian Muller and, you know, get to share the last eight and a half years with him. You know, there was another co-host on that show who was a very close friend of mine at one point. And at one point he uh, kind of, him and Brian kind of fell out. Mm-hmm. And Brian was such a good friend to me that he was like, dude, I know how close you guys are. So I'm just not, I'm not going to, I don't want to get in, I don't want to get in the way. And would like not come over for like wrestling pay-per-views and shit because he was just that good of a friend Wow. that he was like, let me, let me take care of, uh, and Laura says her PayPal accounts frozen. Um, we'll have this open for a week for the, yeah. the, the links that we shared in the chat. Um, till the end of next week's show, we're going to take donations again, tips.thinksojo.com. Uh, 100% of that's going to go towards Brian's, uh, when we have it, the GoFundMe. Yeah. Uh, and also merch, if you buy merch from us, uh, all the earnings that we would get, because we earn like three bucks a shirt, yeah. um, all the earnings we get, I'm going to match and I'm going to put up towards the GoFundMe. Um, and that's all through the end of next week's show. Right. Um, so yeah, so, so that, but that was the kind of guy Brian was, you know, like yeah. was, was very loyal and very, uh, you know, didn't, didn't. He liked to stir shit up, but didn't like to stir shit up at the same time. You know what I mean? Like he, if, not real shit, not real shit. Yeah. Right. And then how do you send butt pics to heaven? Good question, Mark. Good question. They uh, all go to heaven, Mark. Yeah. Well, so, uh, so, you know, and then once, you know, once I had a falling out with that same, you know, that right. same person, you know, Brian was like, Hey, you want to hang out? <laughs> let's go, let's go do stuff. Like, yeah. okay, cool. Um, and I always used to joke with Brian because, like, I'm just like, it seems like every seven years, I, you know, my I have friendships for, like, seven years and then they bail. And I always used to joke with him about that. And, like, so when it, when it, when we became, when, when it crossed, like, the seven or eight year mark, I'm just like, oh, it's time for you to, t- time for you to go, too. Time for you to turn your back on me. <laughs> he never turned his back on me. I, I give know. him that. He just. Uh, unexpectedly. No, he just, he just went and we were just shocked and just. You know, and again, uh, you know, this isn't your typical episode of the Think So Joe show. This is, you know, we, usually it's more fun and jubilant. And right now we'd be telling you about all the great upcoming events this weekend. Yeah. I know pop punk karaoke is coming up Friday at the oh, rec room. That sounds fun. I totally didn't do my homework this week. That's that's fine. I, yeah, I've been stuck with Nick <laughs> for 20 plus years. Yeah. <laughs> I got some friends that I've known for 20, 30 years, you know, and, and, and I love them to death. And, but like Brian just came along. It was like, you know, the funny thing, the, the friend that I'm talking about that, that Brian didn't come around, like ended up deciding he didn't want to be my friend because I called somebody else. One of my best friends, Brian was never like that. Brian was always like, 
like, yeah, I know you got. There's I, plenty of I know love you for got, everybody. I know you got more than just me. You know, yeah. <laughs> like I, I know I'm not your only best friend. Just like I knew I wasn't his. Yeah. You know, like and as like I mentioned earlier, as it turned out, me and his like childhood best friend are like the same damn person. Apparently, <laughs> we're um, looking forward to meeting each other at the at the at the memorial service. Right. Um, but we're you know we're. We're not thrilled about it being at a memorial service. <laughs> you know, we wish we would have gotten to meet. He was in town. He did a um, he did a cover of Blink 182's "Damn It." Yeah, uh, as a guest vocalist on a Silence the Cynic EP, uh, like single release. Yeah, and uh, and which had no bearing on the Living Brain Dead going on to consistently cover "Damn It." <laughs> it was just something that you know popped up in practice, and we just kept doing. And I'm like, what? what? What blink out do we do when we're for our next thing? Whenever we're paying homage to Brian and you know Kevin's like, maybe we just actually finish the song. <laughs> and I'm like, I guess I could learn that. <laughs> <laughs> it's just a do 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 do. I could do that. I could come up with that. Anyway, <laughs> so yeah, but uh, you know, when we first got together, mm-hmm. and now it's now it's official. We can never get married ever <laughs> yeah <laughs> when we got together brian says you two cannot get married you could be together forever but you <laughs> cannot get married because she sucks at engagements and you <laughs> suck at marriages and it's like fair enough yeah and then right after we start dating i don't know if you remember this he sends me a picture and he captions it she's cheating on you dude and i uh, just out of a shitty relationship, you know what I mean? A couple of years out of a shitty relationship at that point, but I'm just like, oh, like, oh, like what the fuck? What, 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 what's going on? And I open it up as a picture of you with a fucking sandwich or something, right? <laughs> Brian is the reason X, XM Priory plays degenerated. <laughs> that is absolutely true. Because Brian was like, you guys, you guys should would do a great cover of Degenerated. <laughs> by uh, by by the uh, you know the Lone Rangers in uh, yeah, Airheads, yeah. which I later found out was a Reagan youth cover. But <laughs> you, know, you guys did all that fucking work, all that effort. You you scared all those people. You had all those cops. You went to jail to play a cover song on the radio. Sounds legit. Anyway, <laughs> which if we play cover songs, maybe we'll go to jail. But anyway, yeah, you can try. <laughs> um. I mean, the worst case scenario is YouTube would be like, eh, no. <laughs> um, and Facebook will mute us again. Right. Um, and Scott will get mad because Scott doesn't want us playing cover songs on all WNY. We but can yeah, just send the birds after him. But that's, yeah, that's that's literally what happened. Brian called out XM Priories that you guys would do a great version of Degenerated. And they were like, Okay, we'll do a great version of Degenerated. And indeed they do. And I I got to play that with them the one time. So <laughs> um right before which which in, in turn inspired me to start the Living Brain Dead with Brian. <laughs> so all all comes together in the end, I guess. Yeah. But yeah, that's that's true. I mean, it's just funny just how many people were like reaching out to me and I'm like this is how Brian felt about you. <laughs> you know, like <laughs> like uh, Grant from the Dreadnecks reached out and uh, and and Drew from the Long Cold Dark, uh, both are actually Drew was the very first one. And I'm like I'm, I just posted I I think I was texting the band or something, and it's like, 
Drew messaged you. And I'm like, huh? And he's like, dude, what happened? I'm so sorry. He was so young. I thought he was doing well with recovery. You know, just like everybody else. Right. But he was, I must have been like the first one to see it. And Grant posted something and I commented. I said, dude, you know, he loved you guys. He really did. He, he loved it, especially when uh, Grant from the Dreadnecks and Drew from the Long Cold Dark would have like hardcore wrestling matches in the middle of a show. Which I, you know, they did a few times, <laughs> and uh, and they had this like little, you know, replica like toy belt, you know, like like like, like you would buy at like Walmart, you yeah. know, and uh, you know their own custom graphics on it and shit. And, uh, Brian always wanted to challenge for that belt and never <laughs> never got to, always wanted to but never got to. Oh man! Um, and I, uh, you know, so I told Grant that, and he's like, "Oh man, that's you know that that's heavy," <laughs> you know. <laughs> Yeah, he he liked you guys, man. Just <laughs> you know, you know, you know, and, and it's just funny how many people like reached out to me, and it's just like, like, oh yeah, Brian, you know, uh, Brian thought you know said this, you know, hey. said this nice thing about you. you yeah, know? it was nice things about everybody. <laughs> yeah, said nice things about you, and that's uh, you know that's why I kind of felt felt obligated to like tell his client like, hey man, uh, <laughs> you know, I, I really don't want to tell you this, but. You're going to have to know, you know? So, um, oh, cool. I got it. Should we uh, mention? We should. Okay. All things. Okay. Uh, So the memorial service. Yes, the memorial service. That's going to be the 23rd? The 23rd. 23rd of this month. That's at Loomis and Loomis Funeral Home. Right Uh, around the corner from us, right? uh, Right around the corner here, yeah, uh, in South Buffalo. Uh, we don't know a time yet. No. As soon as we know, we'll make sure everybody knows. Absolutely. Um, also, uh, we are throwing a benefit show. We're just announcing this right now. Right now, yeah. Uh, that's going to be September 4th at Tudor Lounge. Uh, unfortunately, the living brain dead, not available to play. We, uh, we, we have somebody to... Uh, that was going to fill in for that. And unfortunately just the timing didn't work out yeah. for all of us. And, uh, and, and then we're just like, okay, well, when else, when else can we do it? And I put everybody's availability into a calendar and the whole damn thing was read it for was September. Ridiculous. So I'm just like, maybe we do our own thing in October. Yeah. <laughs> um, but we're, we're uh, trying to, uh, we're trying to put that together now. Uh, we just had one band confirm. I don't really want to announce no, it just yet. We'll, let's we'll, not yeah. do that yet. But if you guys are interested, certainly get in our inboxes. There's been such a huge outpouring of love and support mm-hmm. that we know a lot of people want to be a part of this. Yeah, he's uh, uh, and and I'm super excited to be able to put this on and and uh, you know have some of the bands that we're we're trying to get. <laughs> We've got a kissy face from Nick on it. <laughs> anyway, uh, and uh, we're, uh, you know, internally in the living brain dead, we're hoping to make this a uh, annual thing in July starting next year um, where we just go through a big party disguised as a show in Brian's <laughs> honor. Uh, not that, you know, any show I throw isn't just a big party disguised as a show, but uh, to John Johnson in the comments on Facebook, uh, he had a, uh, he had just had surgery on Friday Uh to clear out some like bone fragments that were floating around and a herniated disc and uh, get a nerve unwrapped from around his spine. He was, we thought we, we thought he was recovering. We thought he was going to do well. He was uh, getting finger feeling back in his fingers. Uh, and then he just, uh, I guess he had a blood clot that caused a 
cataclysmic, that's a tough word to say, cataclysmic when it's not right in front of me on a screen, um, uh, heart failure. And that's uh, unfortunately why how we lost Brian. Uh, and just, just so suddenly, like we had no time to like prepare and no, we thought he was uh, coming along great. Yeah. just, so like my last couple of days have just been completely like thrown off. Just like, you know, wow. How did you know, he's too damn young. He died on his 35th birthday. Yeah. It's way too young. Definitely. Um, and like. And, then and here you are, forty-seven. <laughs> I, Brian was always uh, my my new profile picture on Facebook is uh, is the only picture I could find of just me and Brian. <laughs> but we're in a crowd of people, and it's um oh, we got a donation from more and more five dollars. Brian the greatest. So, oh, thank you, Jen. We appreciate that. She says we're doing an amazing job honoring Brian. Uh, so we're in this, uh, this picture is just us and a crowd of people at a Blink-182 show. I was talking to Mark Strickland, who's also watching right now. And he said, oh, you know, I don't have a, I don't have a picture with Brian. We were just too busy having fun, laughing and enjoying life. And, and it's like, you know, that's pretty much it with me and Brian. Like there's pictures of us in like groups of people. Like, uh, Nick Lucido posted one of like the whole all WNY crew together back when Brian was co-hosting with me. And, uh, you know, obviously we got the album cover and all that um, and some pictures of the band together, um, but just not anything of just Brian and I hanging out. And, um, you know, but there's there's a couple of videos out there of those. Um, you know, John Johnson said his grandfather died the same the same way. Um, he's rocking with, he's jealous. He's rocking with Jimi Hendrix. Anyway, so yeah, um, so... Uh, but this picture that I have of us, that's my profile picture on Facebook now, is uh, at the Blink-182 show at uh, 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 Art Park. Uh-huh. Uh, I think it was like 2017. And we get there, and Brian is just going around for no fucking reason, <laughs> telling everybody I'm 47 years old. <laughs> I was 35 at the time. I was Brian's, I was, I was, I was his age at the time. And I'm just, I'm just like, dude, I am not 47. And he's like, okay, your birthday's in a few months. You're 46, whatever. (laughs) Just, uh, and, and that was a recurring joke with me and Brian was he would just keep telling people I was 47, despite the fact that, you know, my, my age that I tell people I am is 27 plus, you know, whatever, you know, so 27 plus uh, 12 right now for me, <laughs> uh, you know, 13 this year, but, <laughs> um, you know, and, and that was, that was the joke. Um, Brian uh, recently put out an ambient album yes, uh, and he was very happy to have gotten it out before he got hurt and before he had to have Absolutely. surgery. Uh, very thankful. Um Never mourn the death. You celebrate the life. Yeah, exactly. That's that's what we're here for. We're not trying to. I know it's it's hard for us a little bit. Um, so uh, you know it, it's hard for us a little bit to to get through this because we love Brian and we, very much, his whole family. Yeah, you know, and, and they were they were so good to us, Absolutely. and I hope we were as good to him as he was to us. Um. So, but we definitely want to celebrate him and not mourn him because he would be pissed if we were sitting here just fucking crying. Uh, you know, um, so he put out an ambient album, uh, which 
is called. You don't remember either, oh, do you? Jesus, <laughs> the something physics. What is it called? <laughs> I'm gonna have to look it up now. I, I forgot what is that. I, I can't remember how it's phrased. A victim of physics. A victim of physics. A victim. Of, I didn't have to find it, <laughs> and I got it before Kirsten told us what it was. <laughs> a victim of physics. His latest album. Uh, just before he passed away, I saw I saw a few people, Kirsten included, my friend uh, JT in Syracuse, who used to co-host Board Wrestling Fan with Brian and I, uh, also posted that he had um, gotten his in the mail, and Brian had handwritten notes to everybody. Yeah. I ain't got no damn handwritten note. I know. <laughs> What's up with that? I'm supposed to be your best friend, dude. Anyway. <laughs> anyway. Um, and he was very, he told us this story after he was on the show to promote the album. I don't think we played it on the show, but he was telling us how proud he was of this song. Uh, just all the instruments he used and the, just how he managed to make it just interesting for the entire song length duration. And uh, this song is called A Palm Tree and a Tiny Umbrella. And when I come back, Laura's in the chat. She said, BWF. Kevin got a handwritten note. I I didn't get a handwritten note. Come on. I didn't either. He handed me a CD. Anyway. uh, Yeah, well, (laughs) we didn't get it in the mail. I guess that's what it is. Anyway, um, when we come back, I'm going to tell you a story about Board Wrestling Fan and Brian. Uh, But right now, this is uh, Brian Lee Muller under the name B. Lee Muller, uh, which he went by professionally. This song's called A Palm Tree and a Tiny Umbrella on all WNY Think So Joe Show.
That was B. Lee Muller on all WNY, I think so, Joe Show. Uh, the track called A Palm Tree and a Tiny Umbrella. Brian sent in handwritten notes to everyone except <laughs> us, apparently, when he sent out a victim of physics. Um, he was so proud of that album, too. Like, he has uh, the Living Brain Dead album, Falls Count Anywhere, up on his wall like I do. Right. And he he shared a picture of, he got a frame with the CD in it of, of uh, a victim of physics, and it was right next to the Living Brain Dead one, and he was just so proud of that album. Awesome. Uh, so I'm glad you guys all got the CD and a handwritten note. <laughs> Um, Brian and I did a lot of, uh, podcasts over the years. Right. Um, the first time of course was the, the video we showed earlier of him in Scarlet Embrace on the, on the, uh, Noah's Ark show. And, uh, Brian wanted to promote something. I don't remember what it was. Wanted to come on and promote something. And I was like, let me get you on the Thomas loop, which was the show that aired at eight o'clock on Wednesdays. Mm-hmm. And I reached out to Tom and I said, Hey man, you know, my buddy wants to come on. Is that cool? You know, I'll, I'll, I'll hang out with him too. And he goes, well, you know, I'm not going to be in it, but if you want to do a Thomas Loop. So I hosted the, the Thomas Loop show without Thomas Loop <laughs> with Brian as my guest here in this studio. Just we had a at the time, the studio was a card table with a laptop and a wow. shitty like Radio Shack mixer on it and like Radio Shack karaoke mics like it was terrible. Um, Brian and I both had a uh, fascination with the wrestler Raven. It's being asked in the chat right now. Uh, his favorite wrestler was Bret Hart, but we both loved Raven and we both got to meet Raven a few years ago, which was great. Um, I actually just did a voiceover about Raven and sent my client the, a picture of me with Raven. Like, Hey, (laughs) you know, this is me and my buddies, you know, favorite wrestler together. And, uh, so, um, yeah, Brian, Brian later, he, uh, co-hosted Think Metal with me a couple of times when that existed, even though I deny its existence <laughs> normally, but this isn't a normal episode. So, uh, and he was a frequent guest host on Board Wrestling Fan with the rest of us. Uh, you know, me and JT and Mark Noyce and everybody. Um, so he was a frequent guest and another frequent, well, he was a frequent guest host and a frequent guest on the show was an NFL player named Bar- uh, Gary Barnage who, uh, when we first had him on, he played for the Carolina Panthers. Okay. Uh, at some point, he got traded or, or just somehow signed, you know, he, he went and signed with uh, the uh, Cleveland Browns, right? And so I, I came up with this joke. I'm just like, I have an idea. Anytime anybody says Cleveland Browns on this episode... I'm going to I'm going to play the like first few notes of the Cleveland show theme. Yeah. And you know, I I said this before we went on the air. Mm-hmm. We get on the air, we get Gary on, Gary starts talking and Brian immediately just keeps saying Cleveland Browns. Cleveland Browns. Cleveland Browns. And just re- just <laughs> killed the joke. Just killed the joke. And it became, and the reason it's programmed into the board is because we did a reunion show a couple of years ago of Board Wrestling Fan, and I needed it because it was our go-to, like, if somebody said something, like, really funny, it was, like, a, a badge of honor for us to play that after somebody said made a joke, you know? Okay. Um, and that was all, that was all because of Brian. <laughs> um, and then, of course, Brian came on and we did the Think So Joe show when he, you know, when I was starting this show, he was my very first choice for a, for a co-host, and he said, yeah. Yeah. 
Uh, he did it for a number of years before he was like, dude, I, I just don't have the time anymore. Dang, he had so many projects going on. And then he, uh, and so much vinyl to listen to. Right. Uh, and so he, uh, you know, and then you decided to step in and be my co-host and we've been doing this for a few years now and, mm. um, you know, and, and, uh, no, Brian wasn't big into hockey, but I am rocking a Revolver Records hockey jersey today in honor of Brian because it was Brian's favorite, uh, favorite article of clothing, I think. Yeah. He was, he was wearing that constantly after we both got him on the same day. Right. He was wearing his constantly. He never wore a shirt under it. Really? Which, which I didn't, I didn't have the heart to tell him, dude, you're supposed to wear a shirt under it. Yeah. You know, it still looked good on him. Everything <laughs> did. Brian's a good looking dude. Was a good looking dude. And, um, but yeah, he, uh, yeah, he would, uh, you know, and so we would, uh, start going to record stores together. Like my first time I ever set foot in Revolver Records, the one on Hurdle, mm -hmm. uh, before they even opened any of the other locations was, uh, May 19th, a couple of years ago. I'm wondering how you remember all these dates, but I know that they're all many, <laughs> well, like, big well, deals. This date is relevant because is. You, had a, uh, you had a show in Bert. Bert yeah. that Brian played, and I went with Brian. Brian opened that. I had a show that night at Good Bar that I was putting on. Yeah. And Brian... Drove me to Good Bar, and on the way, yeah, May nineteenth. Kevin, <laughs> Kevin knows why I know May nineteenth. Uh, I'm sure some other folks who are wrestling minded uh, <laughs> in the chat know about May nineteenth. Anyway, uh, so Brian's like, "Hey, do you want to stop at Revolver?" So, yeah, sure. Why the hell not? I think it was just after you and Allison got me that record player, right, right. and I'm like, "Yeah, sure, sure, yeah, totally." Um, so we go to Revolver on Hurdle, and I found. Uh, White Zombie Astro Creep 2000 on vinyl. And I said to the guy, we're going to say, hey, man, how are these uh, music on vinyl pressings? Which, by the way, they're fan-fucking-tastic. <laughs> I own a bunch of them now. Um, he said, oh, they're really, they're really good. Yeah, they sound really good. And so I picked that up. Brian dropped me off at Good Bar, and I was like, dude, can you just, like, throw this in my front door when I get, you know, so I can just grab it when I get home so I'm not going to, like, carry it around with me all yeah. night. And he did, and then all the bands like donated to your cause for your show in Burt. <laughs> yeah. Um, and uh, you know that that was, um, that was like totally, you know, every, <laughs> uh, where my love affair with the record store started. And Brian, <laughs> I mean, I had a love affair with the record store before, just not as much as I do now. Uh, when after COVID hit, and. Uh, like everything shut down for a little while. When things started opening back up, the first day Revolver Records was open, Brian's like, "Hey, you want to go to the record store?" Yeah, sure. Why the hell not? So we went to Elmwood Revolver, bought a bunch of shit there. Hey, you want to go to Hurdle? Sure. <laughs> went to Hurdle, bought a bunch of shit there, and then there was like one day we went to like four different fucking record stores. <laughs> my uh, my joke. Um, you know, and, and, and it's not even really a joke was that like Brian was my reason why I would go over budget. Right. I would have a budget in mind. I would get close to that budget. Brian would be like, Hey, you should buy this record and put it on my pile. <laughs> yeah. And there's, I can tell you at least three records that were just thrown on my pile by Brian, which is, uh, the sound city soundtrack, uh, 
a local band called The Chosen Ones, mm-hmm. and this band called War on Women, who are opening for Bad Religion and Alkaline Trio. Oh, I can't wait. And um, I'm sitting here Sunday night, fireworks going off, I can't do shit, there's nothing Absolutely. I can do. Uh, so I'm just like, fuck, I'm just going to sit here and listen to vinyl. And the last record I listened to that night before I put on They Live, because Brian said you should watch They Live, was the War on Women record. Yeah. That thing was sitting on my on my turntable until today. Yeah. It was the last thing I listened to. Be, it was the last record I listened to before he died was one of the records he convinced me to buy, and justifiably so, yeah. because it's Brian. And that's, I don't what know what did you did, but that's banging up against the trash can now, the, the, <laughs> the fan down there. Anyway, yeah, so so Brian is has been my excuse why I come home with more records than I want. Um <laughs> Uh, very, very, very true story. I, I went to the record store with like 200 bucks, 250 bucks. I spent a hundred bucks. I'm like, how the fuck did I only spend a hundred bucks? What's the, what's missing? I'm like, oh, I didn't go with Brian. <laughs> <laughs> um, so yeah, Brian, uh, was my excuse to go overboard. And I, I just found out I'm getting like first, first look through of his records. And I'm like, I He's got so it's many. Overwhelming. Yeah, I don't. I don't even know. Like, mm. there's definitely some stuff in there I want, but I want to pay a fair price right. to to Lily for them. Um, most expensive record he got me to buy was probably the Sound City. How much was that one? Probably like thirty five. Okay. Yeah. Um. But yeah, I mean, he. You know, we were always sending each other links to like pre order records and shit. Yeah. So. Um, he, uh, <coughs> I'm in the hospital with Lily. I'm sitting by his, I'm sitting in the room with Lily by Brian's bedside after he passed. And I said, uh, you know, he just, he just told me, you know, that you found out about all his uh, record pre-orders and she's like, they just keep coming. <laughs> and I was talking <laughs> to her today and she said, oh, he just got, um, two more records in the mail. And then she, she corrected herself. It looks like the one was a four-pack and the other one was a one-pack. He was looking forward to that White Stripes record, too. I'm, you know, oh. Um, but anyway, yeah, so that was, you know, that was that was our thing. We'd just go to record stores and just spend money, and uh, he was a bad influence on me in that way. But you know, you know, like I always say to my mom and my sister, at least it's not drugs. Yeah, you know, fair if enough. you're gonna if you're gonna go overboard with something, I would really prefer it to be music. Yeah, over some of the things that it could be. Well, Revolver opens back up, and Phil posts a thing on you know on Facebook, like, "Oh, we got Revolver. We've had these in stock. We've had these in stock. We just haven't had them out on the floor because we're." You know, we wanted to do it for hockey season, blah, blah, blah. And um, what was the record he had I really wanted? I don't really know. I'm I'm looking forward to kind of flipping through his collection and seeing if there's anything I really want. Yeah. Um, there's there's probably some, like some Pink Floyd and shit, you know? Like, yeah, like just You know, and I know he had like a really, uh, like a Cyndi Lauper record that was kind of rare that he was, oh, he yeah. like went out of his way to get that he kind of cherished and I might want that That's one just like to- so- like that's so Brian, but that's so random. Like <laughs> he had a cherished Cindy Lauper vinyl. Like he's so unusual. Uh, unusual. Anyway, um, no, the name of the first Cindy Lauper record is "She's So Unusual." Oh, that's, okay, <laughs> that's the joke. Uh, when Joe, I don't hide vinyl from her. No, I, I don't think she, you do. She knows all the vinyl I buy. 
I come home and I'm just, I post them all on Instagram. That's How can she true. miss them? That's true. <laughs> I posted a picture of me and Brian. It's, it's the same picture from us of, at Blink. Yeah. And, um, and I posted on Instagram. I said, this is the reason all my fucking posts are vinyl. This guy right here. <laughs> Yeah. You know, and that's that's so true. Like he's the reason I buy vinyl. He's the reason I own all this all this vinyl. You want to? Um, I want to go to another uh, video. Mm. Um, people have been sharing videos and pictures and stuff. Like I don't think I've ever shared this one. I don't think. Yeah. I know I've never shared this one. I I took a bunch of videos uh, when Lost Elysium played the Hard Rock Cafe. Okay. And I posted one of them to my YouTube, uh, my my personal YouTube, and uh, I looked it up. It was not this one, um, but this is another uh, this is another uh, Lost Elysium song I really like, and I like can kind of play the acoustic version okay. of it. Okay. Um, and uh, I am completely drawing a blank on what the fuck. Uh, Mutilate myself is the name of the song. Okay. And we're gonna play it for you now, and uh, I hope you guys enjoy it as much as I do. Uh, this is never before seen video of Brian playing with Lost Elysium. And uh, I'll tell you more about it when we come back, but this is uh, Lost Elysium mutilate myself live at the hard rock cafe in Niagara Falls. <laughs>
was uh, Lost Elysium, the song called Mutilate Myself, live at the Hard Rock Cafe. I don't know the date, uh, but that was, I went with Brian. Yeah. And I got to go like in the back of the Hard Rock Cafe and all that and yeah. go hang out with the band the whole time. Meredith Snow and uh, Nick Landers were there with me. Cool. Uh, Meredith popped up in the video. Yeah. I don't know if you saw her. I didn't notice. Uh, anyway, she pops up in the in the middle of that video because um, she was taking pictures. And, I'm, and I had this brand new phone, like the LG uh, something 10, <laughs> that had like all the fucking like DSLR like features that you would find in like a fancy camera like we use for the show here. Yeah. And I was just like, look, my, my phone can do the same shit your $500, $600 camera can do. And no, it can't. Uh, <laughs> Uh, who was Brian really excited to meet? Or He was really excited to meet Everclear. Yes, he was. Uh, I got a story about that, okay. actually. Uh, I'll tell that in a second. But uh, the guitar Brian was using in that video, that was Betty. That was beautiful. That was Betty. That was one of Brian's favorite guitars. And as I mentioned earlier, we're doing a tribute show on September 4th. And I was going to ask, um, I was going to ask Lily if I could, borrow it if we were able to play but we're not able to play so maybe right. for whenever we do something uh hopefully in october our own little tribute to brian i'll yeah. uh get to ask if i can use it and play you know uh because he loved that guitar and i got to uh tech for him at mohawk place one night and he just had the list of he had the set list and he had like all the notation of what guitars he wanted and when and i so i went to hand him another guitar he was playing he was playing Be uh, betty and I went to hand him another guitar. He goes, he just wanted to keep playing Betty. Aww. And uh, there's something on my hat. There it goes. It's gone. Whatever it was. Anyway. <laughs> uh, so, yeah. Um, Brian was really excited to meet Everclear. Yeah. he's He was friends with a couple of the dudes from Everclear on Facebook. Mm -hmm. And he's he's a huge fan. Uh, even convinced me to buy Art Alexicus's solo album, which oh, right, is right. incredible. Fantastic album. Uh, very, uh, very left wing, you know, anti-Trump, anti-fascism bulls, you know, stuff like that. Like yeah. the stuff, you know, the stuff living brain dead members would like. Um, <laughs> and he, uh, you know, he, um, uh, he went to this Everclear show and he wanted to get up front. So he got there like super early. And there's this picture, uh, that I guess our friend Dave Stevens snapped right at the moment Everclear came on stage of Brian. And a guy sent me this picture the other day. Brian had posted it a couple of weeks ago. A guy sent me this picture the other day. He says, I'm the guy standing next to Brian in the picture. I said, dude, I don't know how I am not in this picture. Because I got there in the middle of the first band. Mm -hmm. I don't remember who the first band was. I know, um, like, I think, like, American Hi-Fi and maybe Fuel were on this show. I don't oh. know. Mm -hmm. um, which Fuel was, Fuel was great. Um whether you like their music or not, like uh, Br uh, Brett Scallions was up there, like saw a little girl with no ear oh. protection. And he was like, somebody give me a pack of earplugs. And he's like, no, don't open them. Just hand them to me. So they give him a pair of pack of earplugs. He says, pass them back to that little girl back there. Like, it's cool that you brought your kid to rock out, but ear protection, man. Yeah. It's too loud for her. Um, but uh, yeah, he was, but I got there in the middle of like the opening band and was right behind Brian <laughs> tapped him on the shoulder. Like, Hey, he was wearing a lost Elysium hat. I'm like, I know that band. <laughs> I waved at him. And he's like, how the fuck did you get up here? I got, I've been here since like three o'clock. When did you get here? I'm like, 
like 10 minutes ago. <laughs> He's like, dude, really? He was so, and, and I, every time I would see this picture and he would share this story about it being the moment that, you know, Everclear came out. I'm just like, Hey, you remember? <laughs> like, well, yeah. You tell me every time I post this picture. So the guy, this guy who's next to Brian in this picture, I don't think they knew each other at the time or maybe they had like, they weren't like friends at the time. Like maybe they just met. I don't know. Um, but he sends me this picture. He said, he sent me a friend request. I'm like, Oh, this guy knows Brian. So I added him and he sends me a, cause anybody that's still on Brian's friends list is probably cool with Brian. Right. You know what I mean? Cause he deleted like 3000 plus people. True. Um, so he goes, you know, guy sends me the picture and I tell him that story. And I, you know, it's just like, yeah, it's, it's hilarious that he, you know, that that happened. And Brian was never like super into like meeting bands mm -hmm. like even when they would open for like big bands he's just like oh it's cool you know um so you know it, it wasn't like anything where he just was like fanboying out over anybody i think i think he probably would have done that for like lizzie hale yeah or like joan jett yeah or something like like i was telling you sunday night i'm sitting in i'm sitting here realizing it's brian's birthday in the morning and i'm like looking through cameo i'm like are the members of blink 182 on cameo no right. Okay, is Lizzie Hell on Cameo? No. Is Joan Jett? No. Okay, I got nobody that I could think that I want to send a Cameo to Brian. You know, maybe maybe I could have found Art Alexicus or something from yeah. from Everclear. But um, yeah, he was he was just he wanted to hear the music, man. He didn't yeah. give a fuck about the celebrity status. You know, and, and and the same with him playing music. Like that's all he ever wanted to do with his life was play music. Yeah. And uh, you know, and he got to do that. You know, it sucked that he couldn't do it for like the last month or two, but right. he got to do that. He got to live his life playing music and, you know, make money behind a microphone and, and in a, in a recording studio. Right. And, you know, it was, I shared a, I shared a meme earlier and it was like, Oh, ready to record this guitar solo. Yeah. And 50 takes later. And I, I said, uh, man, this is, this is, just like being in the studio with Brian doing his best Johnny Helms impression saying, okay, play that again, but better. <laughs> Johnny commented. He said, man, I miss you. <laughs> so, yeah, man, I miss you too. Um, but yeah, that's, so I don't, I don't know. Uh, I, he, he didn't really uh, give a shit about me. Like he met Everclear and he got to meet a lot of bands. Um, yeah, the Living Brain Dead. <laughs> well, he was surprised when a band asked him to play with him. Yeah, the Living Brain Dead for sure. <laughs> I think he kind of expected uh, the rest of the bands, but for me, I'm just like, hey, I'm trying to start a band, bud. Uh, can you fill in for bass? And then we've uh, just asked him to stay, and he did. <laughs> you know, um, and uh, but yeah, he. Um, I lost my train of thought now because I answered the question. Uh, yeah, he, he didn't was, care about meeting the. Uh, he didn't care about yeah. He didn't care about meeting the. He wanted to just play music. He wanted to hear music, and he wanted to go to shows and just live, you know. And that's that's what he did. So, um, but he also worked at like Rapids Theater for a while, yes, and he so he got to meet all. He got to meet like Corey Taylor. He was super stoked to meet Corey Taylor. Yeah, I went to that Corey Taylor show. Not for Corey Taylor at all. I went for fucking uh, Steel Panther, and Brian <laughs> got me into the show. Right, right, right. Um, we used to get, like, tickets for all WNY, and, it, like, they they were for, like, giveaways or for, like, the staff or whatever. So, mm. uh, like, the first couple of times I saw Steel Panther, I went for free. Yeah. And then when I saw they were coming with, like, Corey Taylor, I'm like, 
we couldn't get passes because it was going to sell out. Yeah. So I was like, I need to go to this show. And Brian was like, yeah, I'll get you in. Yeah. And we saw like Fozzie the night before. Oh, right. I saw Fozzie. Brian was working. And I asked Brian, I'm like, should I go buy a ticket or what? And he goes, no, I'll get you in. Even if you, even if you, even if I can't get you a ticket, I can sneak you in the back door. Yeah. He didn't have to sneak me in the back door. He got me a ticket. I'm standing out in line. He comes, hands me this little blue ticket. Yeah, the tiny blue tickets. I know, I know. And he get, he's like, he's like, yeah, I was just hanging out with Corey Taylor backstage. And, no big uh, deal. Yeah. Uh, I can't remember the name of the, were they the, the Cherry Bombs or something like that? It was a burlesque group opened that show. Oh. And Brian's, yeah, I was just hanging out with the Cherry Bombs and uh, hanging out with Corey Taylor. <laughs> I have on my wall outside this guy message the guy with the picture of of Brian at Everclear. Mm-hmm. Um, he was like Brian got me all kinds of pics and set lists and all kinds of stuff, and I'm just thinking like I got this uh, you know this hell yeah set list on my wall. It's just it's literally like a blue like like you know uh, keep this ticket ticket you know yeah. one of those deals like a raffle ticket looking mm-hmm. thing. Um, and I got a hell yeah set list on my wall from Brian. Yeah. That he gave me after, uh, after, uh, and I found it like the day after Vinnie Paul died. I forgot oh, he even wow. gave it to me and I found it like the day after yeah. Vinnie Paul died. Uh, but anyway, we're going to get into some more music. This is actually, uh, one of my songs. Um, I was really debating what living brain dead song I wanted to play. Yeah. Um, because there's like bomb the incel industry where Brian's got a cool solo. Mm-hmm. Uh, I was, I was thinking maybe this isn't even my final form because even though that's Kevin on the album saying it, Brian liked to say that all the time. <laughs> this isn't even my final form. And, uh, so I was thinking of that and like Ger Arg because he wrote the whole damn thing, oh. uh, except for the lyrics, you know, and, um, but I went with violated cause I think it's little, uh, bass solo in this one is, uh, pretty cool. Okay. So, and also. While he's playing the bass solo, fun fact for you, never before revealed, <laughs> it is Brian playing the guitar, making the little spacey noises. <laughs> That's cool. So uh, this is The Living Brain Dead. This song's called Violated on All WNY. I think so, Joe Show.
living brain dead and violated Brian's last full band. Right. And, uh, you know, we're, uh, we're, we're, uh, you know, we're bummed to have lost him. Of course. And, uh, you know, we're, we're just kind of, we're all grieving and in mourning and kind of hoping to do something nice for him down the line. I mean, aside from, you know, we're already throwing a benefits show and all that, but like, you know, hoping to do something as a full band to kind of honor him. And, you know, like we were already looking at somebody to like kind of fill in for a little right. bit while he was recovering from his surgery. So we, you know, got that person recruited to kind of do some stuff with us yeah. just over the next couple of months, you know, just to get through hopefully music is art and, uh, yeah. you know, hopefully, hopefully just our own little tribute show to Brian. So, right. you know, and then, uh, you know, maybe then we'll start, <laughs> you know, uh, but you know, nobody's ever going to replace Brian. Not in any, in any, aspect. any sort of way. No. Um, I mean, like, even the song, we were talking, I was talking to Kevin. I'm like, well, you know, I, I'm debating between this and Final Form. And he's like, well, you know, didn't didn't Brian write Violated? I'm like, no, or, or Final Form? I'm like, no, I wrote that riff. And then Brian, like he did, just came back 20 minutes later, like, here's the whole song. Yeah. Like, okay, cool. Like, drums, bass, everything. Guitar. And it's just like, okay, cool. I guess that's, I got to learn how to play this now. <laughs> Even though I wrote the original riff, you know, and, um, you know, he did that a lot. We had a few songs that he fully wrote and, um, you know, it's, he he was always good at, good at explaining how to play them. Like, tell me how to, how to play them. Yeah. And uh, so he was like, you know, and he would, he would write down how to play the solos that he would do in like some of these songs. And I'm just like, Dude, I'm never going to remember that. So I just play, uh, like, I shared the video for uh, when we did Hey You at uh, at Nietzsche's. Mm. And I'm just like, I do these just, like, fucking made-up shitty guitar solos where he would have solos in the songs. Mm. And, like, the one at Nietzsche's was, like, the best. But, like, I was watching one from, I don't know if it was Tudor or if it was one from Stamps, but it was just like, ugh, what was I playing? <laughs> Are those real fucking notes, you know? <laughs> so, um... Yeah, tattoos honoring great people who have passed away. Uh, yeah, oh no, I mentioned at the start of the show, I'm getting one for Brian. Oh yeah. Uh, I, I've already contacted my artist. I'm trying, my tattoo artist, and we're trying to just find a time. Yeah. Uh, I sent him what I want, and that's all stuff from his artist, Kirsten, right. uh, that she's done for uh, his various projects. When um, she was not available to do a logo for the Living Brain Dead. Oh. And so we just hired some dude off Fiverr and he did a great job. Yeah. Like we, we, you know, we adore that skull logo. Yeah. And we just plaster it on everything. It's on like every piece of merch and everything. And uh, so, but um, since she was unable to do the artwork for us, when she did the Silence the Cynic album, uh, Not Too Numb, uh, the cover of that is like a brick wall and it's got like a flyer on it for Silence the Cynic. And just off to the left, it's right over a Living Brain Dead uh, like poster. Oh, yeah? There's a Living Brain Dead logo in, in that I album cover. That. Yeah. Uh, which was really cool. Oh, Brian was much better at guitar. I mean, not to say that he was bad at bass. No, not at all. But his passion was guitar, yeah. and he was just a phenomenal guitar player. And just working with him made me that much better. Yeah. Just especially recording Falls Count Anywhere. Like, 
I go over to the studio. He's like, bring your, bring your, uh, you know, your, your, your purple LTD, mm-hmm. which is still right here. I can't reach it right now, but it's right over here. It stays in the studio. It's my like go to electric guitar when I grab it, uh, when I want to, when I want to write or when I want to play or just anything. Yeah. It's right here. Um, bring your purple, uh, you know, LTD, and we'll uh, and then you can use some of my stuff to record. So we were using like Gretches and uh, you know a PRS and stuff like that, and um, and we have this song. It's called "Heil This Shit Bag," and. We all kind of hate this song. <laughs> it was the second song we ever wrote together mm-hmm. uh, because we wrote Bomb the Incel Industry. And, like I had that riff, that whole basic song written by the time we went to uh, meet up with uh, Ghetto Steve, our first drummer, and um, which I need to text him back, tell him I don't need his services. We, had, we thought we might have needed him at some point, depending on when that uh, right. show was. Um, but anyway, uh, but we, we, we don't because it's going to be later. But anyway... Um, so he, uh, so I had that pretty much written, and I just had this idea, like, like, just, and I was just playing that constantly. You can vouch for that, I'm sure. Um, and so that was like the second song we ever wrote, and we, you know, we played that, and I was never great at playing it, and especially like in the verses, because there's a lot of palm muting, uh, which is where you like, uh, you know, hold your palm at the bottom of the strings to kind of dampen the sound a little yeah. bit. And um, I, so I was never great at that song, but when we're recording it, Brian hands me, and let me tell you, I, I, I use like one millimeter or like thicker picks, like okay. the thickest fucking picks I can use. And I've always used the thickest picks I can use. Ever since I can remember, Brian hands me a fucking like medium. And he's like, in fact, I think it's this Black Rock Raven pick that's on my, that I mentioned earlier. Um, He uh, hands me a thinner pick and he says, don't try so hard. Like, loosen up your wrist, just play. And ever since then, I've been much better at playing that song. I still hate that song. (laughs) I don't hate the song. I don't hate listening to the song. I hate playing the song. Okay. Um, but it, it, you know, listening to it, I, just over the last, uh, like I listened to it yesterday, because, uh, like I said, we, you know, we were trying to get ready for uh, like a tribute show or something, and so I sent it to the bass player, uh, like the last practice we ever all four of us did together. I sent it to the bass player, and I'm like listening to all the songs because I'm like I gotta tell him what chords I'm playing. He's like, what key are they in? I'm like, I don't fucking know. <laughs> <laughs> I'll send you the chords, dude. I, I don't, I, that's the best I can do. I can tab them out if you need me to, mm-hmm. but you know, um, and, and just listening to it, it's like, you know, this song really isn't as bad as I think it is. I just don't like playing it. <laughs> uh, but I, I liked playing it a lot more like after the album came out, mm-hmm. which we didn't get to do much because it came out literally as everything shut down. Right. We played head PE and got the CDs in the next Monday. Right. Um, right. And uh, by the way, Bandcamp Friday this Friday. Yes. Uh, com. Yeah, everything's a half step down uh, when we play, uh, Kevin asked. And, uh, but yeah, I, I told him, okay, this is, we tune half step down. I'm sending you everything in standard, standard notation. Um, so I, um, so I, uh, 
yeah, we we got those CDs in like right after we played our last like public show, like two we, days after. Yeah, literally like closed. two days after. But anyway, Bandcamp. If you buy from Living Brain Dead's Bandcamp, you could get there. LivingBrainDead.com has a link, um, or just LivingBrainDead.Bandcamp.com. It's not that hard to remember. Uh, if you go there this Friday. Any sales we make this Friday are going to go towards Brian's uh, final wish to be pressed into a vinyl record. That's awesome. So we're, we're, we're going to make this happen for him. Heck yeah. One way or another, Yeah, it's going to happen. Um, I saw Blondie with Brian once. Yeah? Yeah. <laughs> anyway. Um, yeah, guitar picks. My I was always using, like, the one millimeter, the like Nick says, the 1.14 millimeters. I was using <coughs> the thickest fucking picks possible. And I know Nick's probably got some of my... XM Priory picks because I didn't take them. I kept a couple because, like, I'm not in the band. What the fuck do I need them for? <laughs> I have one to put on display. It's right. There's it's one right, right there. here. It's right there. Uh, it's right. You know, I have a whole row of like picks of bands that I was in, and then a couple of Brian's picks. Mm-hmm. Few more local bands. Uh, there's a Smile Empty Soul pick, and then there's a Lost Elysium pick. <sighs> and the last time Brian was here, the last time Brian did the show. He's sitting here and he's looking. And he looks over at the, you know, line of picks over here. He's like, oh, I'm on there. I was like, you're on here a bunch of times, dude. You got your Black Rock Raven, your Seventh Son Studios, your, you know, Lost Elysium. And, um, you know, but um, so after that, after the recording session, uh, so I have the black picks, which are the thick ones. And I got, um, I got red ones because our, our album cover was like a cream and red. Yeah. And that's literally the only colors in there. There are no other, there's no deviation from those two colors. Uh, there's no like shades or nothing. Mm-hmm. It's all those two colors, which uh, I was looking at some of the pictures yesterday from the photo shoot. And I'm just like, John doesn't look nearly as terrifying on the album cover as he does <laughs> in this picture. And it's funny because you can look at, you can look at some of these, uh, some of these pictures uh, of John, my drummer. And it's, he's just said, <laughs> so cute he's looking all adorable and and then it's just like somebody said john no look mean in the next picture <laughs> like he's gonna kick your ass you know <laughs> um like i guess he must have been like the like i don't think i i i, I think he knew what we were doing going for <laughs> um it's funny because brian's actually the picture that's the thumbnail for this week's show is brian and it's the the one that we used on the album cover yeah and it's him like ah, you know like Given the given kind of like the Raven pose from yeah. from uh, from ECW, and um, it comes up past John's head, so it's like it's like this, and uh, somebody goes, "Dude, what what's up with John's arm?" And it's like that's not John's arm. <laughs> John's arms are down here. John's arms are down here in the fu- like you know Mortal Kombat versus screen pose, and he's he's up against he's it's me and him in the versus screen poses, and Kevin and Brian just doing. You know, Kevin and Brian poses. <laughs> uh, and then on the on the actual, like, disc itself, we're all in the Mortal Kombat poses. Yeah. Um, but after we recorded Falls Count Anywhere, I got the red uh, the red picks with the cream uh, shield logo, which, let's see again, if I can, it's not going to. Move back a little. Nope. I can't get them. No. Nope. I'd have not to stand up. I can stand up and I can put it right up to the camera. You'll be able to see it. Brian said he was trying to do a Triple H pose. That makes sense. I can't get it in focus. There it goes. Kind of. Sort of. 
<laughs> I don't know. I can't really get it in focus, but now now we got to wait for us to come. Anyway, so I got these picks, these living brain dead, uh, you know, with the shield and the, the red and the cream. And um, they're mediums. Mm-hmm. They're like half the thickness I'm used to. Yeah. Because when I was playing on Falls Count Anywhere, Brian's like, use this pick. And like, it gave me that extra like bit of speed to get through, uh, uh, hile this shit bag. That's cool. Which again, you know, like we've, we all kind of came to the conclusion, like, yeah, if we're going to get rid of a song from the set, that's the one. Yeah. <laughs> you know, uh, we're, we're probably a ways away from that now. We were writing some new stuff and, uh, never got a chance to finish it. So, um, you know, we're going to we'll wait till later on to worry about that shit, but. Um, but yeah, that's, that's why I have two different size guitar picks now. Oh, okay. I use, if I have to palm mute, I have putting your hand behind the object. Oh yeah, yeah. You're, you're probably right. Oh, <laughs> that makes sense. You're, you're absolutely right. I was not thinking that usually if I, usually it's enough to just like hold it up and us to duck out of the but frame. But we usually but don't have things as small as guitar picks. Not usually as small as guitar picks yeah. now. Um, so yeah, I, uh. Uh, but yeah, that's why I use two different size guitar picks is like I use the red ones when I have a song with a lot of palm muting. Yeah. And I use the black ones when we're just, you know, just strumming. Yeah. So, you know, you were asking me, oh, why are you throwing your picks? There's nobody here when we did the live stream. <laughs> I'm just like, because I'm using different picks <laughs> for it each song. Sense now. Yeah, that's, that's... It didn't make sense at the time. It's been my uh, whole... You know, that's, that's why I have two different, so if you see us at a show and you see I got the mic, the, the mic stand like pick holder, I've got one side red and one side black. Yeah. That's why I have two different color picks is because I'm using two different sizes. So, and also I wanted to keep on brand with the album. Like if you watch the live stream, the, the watch live anywhere. Yeah. I'm playing a red guitar. Brian's playing a bass with a, with a red pick guard. And John's got the uh, the red, red head. the red drum a red drum head with the cream living brain yeah. dead shield logo. Look at you guys! I don't think it was intentional. <laughs> I bought a red guitar because I was like, "Fuck, I want a red guitar. I need an, <laughs> I need an Ermac in my collection. I've already I already had uh, you know Rain and Noob Saibot. Now I need an Ermac, so I got to get a red. You're such a nerd. And then I got the blue one, which is Sub Zero, and I got to get that blocked still, so I can yeah. actually you know play it without having to tune it after every song. Um. Which I was watching videos on how to do it. It's like, just stick a block in there. Like, really? I don't even have to do anything. Just stick a block in there so it doesn't move? Okay. I could probably do that. <laughs> um, yeah. But, like, yeah, Brian just was just amazing at, like, bringing out just little subtle changes to the way I play mm-hmm. to make everything easier for me to play. And uh, I saw somebody the other day. Trying to think who it was. It was Ryan Craig from Tudor Lounge. Mm. Posted a a bunch of uh, like Living Brain Dead, Black Rock Raven, uh, you know, just Brian's picks. Lost Elysium. Yeah, I saw that. Uh, Posted a bunch of picks, and I told him the story about Brian coming in here, seeing the picks, and going, "Oh, you know, being all happy that he was on here." So I, (laughs) you know, um, so if you're wondering if your band's on here, here's here's (laughs) here's the list. There's uh, think so brain who don't exist anymore. There's uh XM Priory, the Living Brain Dead, uh Brian's Seventh Son Studios picks, uh his Black Rock Raven pick, uh Kennedy Carpool pick. They don't they're not around anymore as a band as as the Kennedy Carpool. Uh The Long Cold Dark, there's two of those. 
There's a Smile Empty Soul pick from when I opened for them at Broadway Joe's. Oh, my goodness. That's why I never got the virus is because I played Broadway Joe's. <laughs> I was immune. Um, there's a guitar pick from Alice Cooper. A couple of, there's a stem pick, a couple of clear picks. Not clear as in see-through. Clear as in K-L-E-A-R, the band. And, uh, and Diceros. Yeah. Uh, do I have any audio or video of Brian playing bass or guitar solos? By himself, like just video of him? No. Uh, him in bands? Yeah, sure. I probably got plenty of that. Yeah. He's been in my band for two years and right. we film every fucking thing. Yes, even practices. <laughs> Always practice. That was the thing I started with XM Priory. Yeah. Because what would happen was, because uh, I was trying to learn all the songs. They were already, you know, they already knew all the songs. Right. They've been playing them for years. So when they asked me to fill in, for me to learn, the easiest way was just to bring a, a you know, bring a video camera and then just play along with the video. Yeah. Um, which is kind of still what we do today because now we have the mixer at the practice spot. Yes. And we record everything into my laptop and then I send everybody everything and so that way we just, um, you know, we have, you know, we just have it. I, I have, um, like, I have Brian playing Can't Stop by the Red Hot Chili Peppers. Yeah. Yeah. I, I just, you know, just the intro. He used to do it every fucking practice <laughs> because it annoyed Kevin. <laughs> That sounds accurate. He would do it every, we would just be sitting there and do, 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 like, <laughs> and then I would play shit, you know, most of those things. So prior, yeah, the, the things so priory sessions are up on YouTube. I, I, I sent, I sent XM priory, a lost video of them last night <laughs> of them playing the song lost. I didn't, I didn't know this video existed. I found, I was looking for the, the video of Brian with Lost Elysium, and I found me doing a bunch of different... It was basically the same Nick and Dan show intro, but the first one I found was the best one, and I sent it to them. Me sitting in the booth doing those. Yeah. Like, I, I was in the booth, I don't know, but I'm sitting in the booth, like, here, watching the Nick and Dan show. Uh, and then I... Um, and then I sent... Uh, I found... Also in that same folder, there was a bunch of... Uh, there was some videos of uh, Jackknife Stiletto oh, playing the same yeah. show. Yeah. Um, funniest memory of Brian. Jeez. <laughs> They're all a little funny. Yeah, I mean, Brian was just... Such a goof. Yeah. And at the same time, like, seriously, the most, the best friend that you could ask for. I think my favorite is just... I, I had mentioned this um, on somebody's post. It might have been one of mine. I don't even know, but I mentioned it somewhere. Um we're doing a live stream. We're in front of you and Nikki. Right, right. And we're we're playing uh, OK Boomer. Mm -hmm. And we get to the, you know, little breakdown. You know, we get to the part right after the solo. And Brian goes, how's everyone doing tonight? <laughs> and just like... <laughs> and you two like yell, you know, well, so we had we like a crowd. <laughs> but it's just like, it's like... Who thinks to yell? How's everyone doing tonight? In, in a, an empty you know, room, basically an empty room. Yeah, <laughs> huh. I don't know. I, that that I liked that. I mean, Brian was always he was always good for a laugh. Always joking around and just. Yeah. I mean, my 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 favorite memory is just walking around blinking him just telling everybody, oh, "Dude, yeah, yeah, this is my friend. He's forty seven. You know, 
funny story about that, and I've told this before, but I'll tell it again because I know we've got new people watching. Um, we're at this show. Brian's telling everybody I'm 47, so I'm feeling old as fuck, right? <laughs> and Brian goes, or, or, or we start talking to this kid that's standing next to us. Mm -hmm. His 18th birthday was the day before. And I pull out my phone, and I figure out the first time I saw Blink-182. Mm -hmm. I look at this kid. I said, man... I saw Blink a week before you were born. <laughs> <laughs> That's what happens when you're 47. I guess, I guess. I, it just sucks that Brian's not going to be here when I'm 47. Yeah. I Let me show you what folder is open here on my computer. Okay. All of these pictures. Oh, my gosh. My cat, Whisper, passed away mm -hmm. a month or so ago. Yeah. Brian came to pick me up from the vet when I brought him to, to get cremated. Yeah. Uh, just, I didn't know he was coming. I just got a call. Like, Brian's on his way. Like he's He was always there. Like, okay. Um, but we used to do, we used to take pictures of Whisper because Whisper <laughs> was a fat orange cat. Yeah. We would take pictures of Whisper. And uh, I got to wrap this up soon, but uh, we're going to go slightly over it, and that's okay. Um, I would take pictures of Whisper, and I would put, like, thought bubbles. Right. Like Garfield. Yeah. Fuck Mondays. You know, shit like yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. Where's the lasagna? And uh, so that was, you know, those were great. And the folder, it just happens to be open on my computer. Because yeah. um, it's the same folder that all the, you know, uh, thumbnails and shit for the show are. Yeah. And uh, we got to get out of here in a minute. But uh, yeah, Brian was, you know, Brian was the best person I knew. You know what I mean? I and, completely and, agree. And I don't mean offense to anybody watching right now. Because... Everybody that's been interacting with us, they're great people. Absolutely. Love you all. Yeah. But Brian was like the absolute, like, would do anything for me. And I would do anything for him. Like, record store day a couple of weeks ago. I was hoping to go with Brian. But Brian couldn't go. He was in too much pain. Right. Uh, you know, looking forward to his surgery. So I was like, oh, okay, for next one, you know, I'll get him. We'll go at like four in the morning. And, uh, you know, and then he can help me, you know, he could stop at Madison, you know, at Madison's pick her up on the way home. Yeah. Because I got to get her that I don't, now I don't have to get her that day. I'm getting her the next day. But um, Nick says, if I'm ever the best person, you know, please reconsider your <laughs> life choices. Um, so, so I was looking forward to hopefully going with Brian on the 17th for uh, drop two. I don't even know what he wanted, honestly, for drop two, but for drop one. He posts, hey, is anybody going to record store day? I, you know, I, I can't go. I want to, you know, I want to see if anybody can pick up these records. And I messaged him. I'm like, dude, I'm going. What do you need? Mm -hmm. Like, I was going to, I was going to offer anyway. What do you need? And he goes, you know, I need the alkaline trio and I need the, the pepper and I need the uh, thrice. And there was another one. I think it was the who. Because mm -hmm. um, Brian fucking loved the who. Right. And, um, like to a point where like the one, one of the couple of who records I have were, was just like, Hey Brian, if I wanted to get in the who, what record would you recommend to start with? Yeah. It's like, Oh, you need this one. This is the one you need. Yeah. So, uh, uh, so I went, I went to record store day and I found as much of what I could that he wanted yeah. as I could, you know, the kid in front of me got a couple of them before I could, I uh, got the last ones. And I'm, I wasn't, you know, he offered to give me the thrice one. I'm like, nah, dude, it's cool. You know, you, you found it first. You got here first. That's cool. That's your record, you know? Right. 
Um, and Brian, you know, didn't give a shit. Brian didn't mind. He was just happy to get the ones he got. Right. And I got home and I told him, hey, this is what I got. And he says, okay, cool. I said, you know, I can bring it over to you. So yeah, yeah. Let's walk over to Brian's house and uh, just, you know, because my phone is now listening to me. I don't know why. Anyway, um, so I walk over to Brian's house, records in a revolver records bag. You know, walk over to his house. We just hung out on his porch for a few minutes. He was feeling okay that day. Um, you know, he was feeling better after the surgery, and unfortunately, just that that blood clot got him. So, um, but yeah, Brian was one of the best people I have ever met in my entire life. One of the nicest people to me, and and would just, I mean, literally our our couch, he just gave to us two brand new air conditioners. Like we didn't know they were brand new until we went to open them. Yeah. Brand new air conditioners they gave us. Lily just gave us steaks. <laughs> <laughs> just a bunch of fucking Omaha steaks just came over like yeah. right to pick before, up some cookies right before the, right before the show. And um, so I'm, I'm going to go over there tomorrow, help her close out some of his accounts and stuff like uh, his uh, Fiverr account for voiceovers yeah. and shit. So, um, but um, yeah, we'll miss him, man. Like it's, that's, I didn't know if I was going to be able to talk for, about Brian for two hours, but I know. <laughs> Here we are two hours later, and I'm still talking about Brian, and we should get out of here. We got one more song to go. What song do we uh, have? Let me move my phone out of the way here. Um, oh, this is a this is a fitting uh, closing song. Kevin actually uh, suggested it. Okay. Uh, and I actually suggested I might be able to learn how to play this and do it, uh, you know, play it with the living brain dead in honor of Brian. Mm-hmm. Uh, this is from the Silence the Cynic album called Not Too Numb, one of Brian's many, many musical projects. One of This was his uh, solo project, and this was his uh, full, this was his EP of all original Silence the Cynic stuff that we've taken a couple of songs from and play in Living Brain Dead sets. Yeah. Uh, this was not one of them, but it might just become one. Uh, it's a beautiful song. It's called With Us on all WNY Think So Joe show. We'll see you next week. Rest in peace, Brian. I know it's been hard. It's been tough on us all. You gotta keep getting up right after you fall. When a sad day turns into a week Cloud, it's never your chance to shine Just remember this one thing That'll help you get through You're not doing this alone And we